Hello, guys. Welcome to the podcast. This is now episode four. This is our Monday special, also known as the Chef Salad. I'm Kevin. I'm Jeff. I'm Cynthia. And uh, yeah, we're just going to go over our weekends. Wasn't great for myself. Uh, another somewhat poor week, not a bad week, but it was just not optimal. Uh, Jeff, let's kind of go over your picks here and we'll kind of go over the scores and kind of see where we all landed. Well, I've... I have a confession to make. I apologize. I believe uh, last Thursday when we recorded this podcast, I think, Kevin, you might have dropped it on Saturday. I released Buffalo as my pick in the Buffalo-Cleveland game. I do believe I reserve the right to change that pick. I did, we did. change that pick. Yep. And it was one of those games, one of those spreads where why is Cleveland favored in really any game against anybody? Why are they favored against uh, Buffalo, a team that looks great, that has a great defense? I could not think of a single reason to bet Cleveland. Thus, I did bet Cleveland. I picked them in our yep. pick'em's pool, minus two and a half. They covered that by three. I bet them with my bookie. The line was three. That's a push. I'm considering that a win because I yep. kept myself from betting on Buffalo. And yep. by by kickoff on, on Sunday, and I should make this clear, I pretty much have at least a half unit on every game yep. that's running. So... I, uh, I wanted to point that one out. I also, I have a confession to make. I never bet against our local KC Chiefs. I, I never want my betting interest to go against my rooting interest, my hometown yeah. interest, my original love of football. It comes from the Chiefs. I love the Chiefs. And, and so I, I never bet against them. If I feel very strongly that they won't win or won't cover the spread, I just don't bet the game. So I had the Chiefs. Minus six in this game against Tennessee. And I... You know what? Yeah, let's actually it, start there in the, with the game. In, in yeah. the waning... I just I just want to say... I just need... Because I need to get this out. This is yeah. one of those things yeah. that, you know, it's weighing on me. I need to get it out. I need to get it out there to, to you both and to basically everybody to the world. So in the penultimate drive... Yeah. For the Chiefs, that's I, I. I don't know if I said that right. Second to last, yeah, is what I'm going for here. In the waning moments of that game, the Chiefs were relatively deep in Tennessee territory. It's about the 30 yard line, yeah. and I was watching this with a with a, a friend of mine, a, a young woman, and as they were, I think it might have been third and two. I was afraid what was going to happen is they were going to get a first down. They were going to ice the game up what would that have been two points at yep. the time yeah two points nope sorry nope. up so they so they lost up so, five points correct they would have been i was afraid they were going to ice the game up five points now i needed a six point win yeah so i started a little chant which i am even it, just more mortified to say i got her to join in on of no first down no first down Mahomes, you know, doesn't run for the first down. I think he might have run out of bounds. Can't really remember. Anyway, long story short, you watch the game. You know what happens. Butker misses the field goal. Yeah, that was a bad, bad kick by him. Bad kick by him. And so instead of going up, which is what I wanted the Chiefs to do is go up by eight. They cover the six points, right? I wanted the Chiefs to win, but I have to admit I was not rooting in that moment for the best thing to happen for our Kansas City Chiefs. So then naturally the worst case scenario yep. plays out. Bucker misses the Shanks field goal. Shanks it hard. Tennessee takes the ball, drives all the way down the field, scores a fucking 
touchdown. Chiefs lose outright. Yep. Not only do I miss my six-point bet, but my season total of Chiefs 10.5 now looks like it is in the shitter. They, they can lose one more game, and they play in New England. They also just don't look like they're going to win out, although I kind of think they're going to win out. But anyway, I, 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 I've slept since then. I've showered since then. I still feel dirty. Yeah, so here here's what I wanted to say about the Chiefs' schedule moving forward. Um, still feel So we, we talked about this actually in office, you, you and I and our other you know, buddy Max. I thought they'd actually – so here's, here's their next six games. Chiefs at Chargers. Raiders at Chiefs, Chiefs at Patriots, Broncos at Chiefs, Chiefs at Bears, Chargers at Chiefs. So they can only technically lose one game for you to hit your bet, for, which is right. you know ten and a half, which right. is essentially eleven. Yep. I think they I think they split two games, and this is it's not I'm not hoping that you miss your bet, but this is just honestly my reality. They're likely going to lose the Patriots game. And honestly, either they're going to lose to the Chargers or to the Raiders, and that's where I get the two. And that's yeah. and that's what I say is, I didn't want it to happen, but given I assumed they would have beaten the Tennessee Titans, I still kind of figured them at eleven and five with the two losses. Now they're likely looking. This is the sports uh, yeah. betting emotional roller coaster where yeah. you know Matt Moore beats Minnesota, and I'm thinking, oh great, it's lock it in, you know, and then. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't a great game. Even I watching it, here's what I will say. Um, generally, when Mahomes is at 100% capacity, so Damian Williams, I think, actually fumbled it. Yeah. And well, Mahomes. Fumble six. Fumble six, yeah. Right. Which Mahomes could have stopped the person who retrieved the fumble on the Tennessee side and stopped them. He unfortunately made a. Uh, what's the term they use? A business, use? A business decision. decision and just fell down. Well, he he did the same. He made another business decision on that third down at the end of the game. Now, I, I, do, I think that was the smart play. And sure. I'm actually yeah, okay sure. with Patrick Mahomes making business decisions. I've seen him throw enough balls right before he just gets a lit up by yep. a linebacker that I know he's a tough guy. So I know when it when it's really important and when he needs to put his body on the line, he will. Yeah. But in this case, I will say I felt very like, man – I understand maybe mentally you're not over an injury or you don't want to re-injure your knee, whatever the case is, but you could have easily done more in that situation. Hold the guy, just hold his feet, and you stop the, you know, recover six. I might need to look back at that. I, I didn't I didn't see that, to be yep. honest with you. I believe that it happened. Um, it didn't look as bad as Cam Newton's business decision correct. in the Super no, Bowl. No, correct, it? which is... Because that was yeah. one of the worst-looking things and the worst at the worst times possible. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as a recap, essentially, the Chiefs lost 32-35. Wasn't a, heartbreaker. was a heartbreaker for them. Just overall, even if we didn't hit the spreads, it just sucks for us to lose because we've now lost, well, we've lost three home games. We've now lost this game away. And, yeah, yeah. it's not it's not a great feeling to be the Raiders only one game behind. If you want to look at the sunny side, I'm about to look up uh, Chiefs uh, Super Bowl odds. I was going to say, <laughs> but did you learn anything? Honestly, I didn't learn much from this. Uh, outside of, it reminds me very reminiscent of 2010s, 2012s Green Bay Packers, where it was, hey, Aaron Rodgers, we need you to be super spectacular, and our defense is very mediocre. Let's hope we can get a win. 
Right. If we play from behind, well, I hope we get the ball at the last second because we don't have a defense that can do anything. They're bot- the Chiefs are bottom bottom tier. Well, in, in Mahomes, to your point about being super spectacular and them needing Aaron Rodgers to be, Mahomes, 72% completion, yeah, 446 no. yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah. He was spectacular. He was, again. And but, it wasn't enough. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's very, again, it's very reminiscent of Aaron Rodgers' early days because they could have... If the if the Packers actually put any effort into their defense, the defensive line, and actually had a stout enough defense, it's not required for rent, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes to be four hundred plus seventy two percent all these other stats when you can rely that your defense gets a stop, your defense can actually hold in in certain cases you don't have mental mistakes like Williams fumbling the ball. This is another I'm sorry, this is out a problem. Players, oh, are, you're players right. are not holding the ball. Yeah. Hold it high and tight. Sean Alexander, Adrian Peterson, hold ball high and tight to your chest and don't lose it. Now, I I agree with you. And uh, well, definitely about ball security. I just don't I don't know how you're supposed to coach that. It, it just it, it's so weird. Where do you lay the blame on ball security? On the player for sure, but where else? By the these are professionals. By the time they get there, they so, better know how to hold on to well, the ball. Well, that's the thing. Are you supposed to waste valuable practice unfortunately, time unfortunately, on yep. ball security in the yes, NFL? Yes, unfortunately for the Chiefs right now, you have to because this has costed the team valuable offensive drives and drives that are stalled because, oh, crap, Shady McCoy dropped the ball. Uh, Williams dropped a ball. So literally take an hour and say, hey, guys, you're you're supposed to be the top tier talent. You, you're supposed to outlearn this problem. If we need to reference Sean Alexander from, what, 2003 and how he relearned to carry the ball, do that. Because the Patriots do it. The Patriots tell them, don't extend. You just hold the ball so that we have ball security. You're right. I mean, unfortunately, you, you're right. Yeah. It, it needs to be a point of emphasis. I will say, though, and, and to actually kind of maybe further answer what you asked, Cynthia, I think we learned very little about how good the Chiefs are in this game. Yeah, they, we did. There was the fumble six. There's a missed field goal. There's a blocked field goal. There was enough weird, fluky shit going on in this game yeah. that the, the Chiefs really coughed this one up. And, yep. and I think you take any of those factors, the fumble six or either of those field goals out of this game, and the Chiefs win this game. Of course. Or at yeah. least tie it, go to over, you know, the field goal's tight, go to overtime, whatever. Yeah. I I feel like, and, you know, and in, in looking at next week, it looks like the Chiefs are only favored by three and a half at L.A. I feel like if if you can see the sunny side of this game, you you maybe pick the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs Super Bowl up. If their if their odds look good after this week, you know if I if I get the Chiefs at plus one thousand for Super Bowl odds, I might take them now. I'm probably going to bet on them against uh, the Chargers. So if this line stays at three and a half, I might need to bet on it now before it moves above three and a half. Yeah. Um. So I think there might be a little bit of value on Kansas City coming off this game, but I'd also just really like to forget about forget the whole. Thing yeah. This happened. this definitely hurts our ability to get home field advantage it does oh Let's well just that's almost out the window yeah it's out the window now yeah we're really playing for a buy a buy a first a first round buy yeah. we don't want and, and the the afc everyone's talking about the nfc being the better conference than it is but the afc is going to have some salty teams in it playing in that wild card round yeah. i mean i i don't want I, I i don't i really just yeah 
Yeah. I right. don't want Baltimore. I definitely don't want Baltimore. That's the worst case scenario. Who My nightmare scenario. Baltimore? No one. It, no, no, no one. But, yeah. Unless you're looking for some crabs. Or crack. Um, or crack. Well. <laughs> or Amsterdam. You know, who really needs Baltimore? For but, shizzle. Yeah, it's a, the AFC is actually surprisingly really strong because you've got, and the AFC East is going down. Patriots, Bills, eight and one, six and three. You've got the AFC West Chiefs sitting at six and four. Raiders five and four. Ravens seven two. Steelers five and four. Like honestly, yeah. the Steelers making. Like honestly, thought their seasons were just completely over. You lost AB. You lost. Uh, oh God, he plays in New York. What's LB Le'Veon Le- Le- Bell. Bell? You yeah. lose Big Ben. For as much as you can hate him, he still was a right. key component of that right. offense. And. Then you essentially don't have a stout. Now they're playing. They're in playoff contention. They are. They're oh, that wild yeah. card. Talk. They, I mean, they definitely look like a playoff team. Yeah, and so they just beat the defending NFC champs last night. Yep. It was. It was very strange. So uh, it was a strange weekend overall for for for. But well, it was. Yeah. It, you know, and and should we move on through these yeah, games? I mean, y'all know that I was on. You know, the Chargers by yeah. the end of last Thursday's podcast, it was basically in the books as an yeah. as an Oakland win. Yep. That game was close. The line was close. I don't really think there's a whole lot to say about yep. that, except Chargers 24 you, you, you more or less could yeah. have flipped a coin. And yep. Yeah. I made a right call there. Uh, the lines ended up starting. God. Well, I, I don't remember his name, and I don't think I want to. Yeah. He, Ryan Finley. Which, which no. backup was on? There was a Ryan Finley playing Ry- in the league. There was a Jeffrey Driscoll. Was that who? Driscoll. Yeah. Dirk Driscoll. Something like that. Something Driscoll. Yeah, that was the Lions. Yeah. And he looked... Here's the thing. I actually watched this game. I actually worked with a guy he, named Jeffrey Driscoll. But he looked real guy. good. Like, the first two drives, I was like, oh, he's putting dimes in. He's just throwing it like laser point. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then he Goodbye. fell right off. That and then Chicago defense showed up. Mitch Trubisky actually He threw looked, two looked, solid he, throws. He, he looked like, good. Credit damn. where it's yeah, due. Credit. I, we won't rescind the Triple B awards we've given to him, but no. he showed up this week. No, you can't he, give that award he got back. And he got the wins. So, yeah. What can you say? I don't think he's still. Unfortunately, I still don't think he's the starting quarterback next year. But who knows? So Chicago won twenty to thirteen. Uh, this was an absolutely bad call. I don't know if you changed your pick. I kept Bengals because I thought, okay, new quarterback. I kept Bengals yeah. too. It was the rally around the backup quarterback, yep, but theory. they didn't. It looked like a letdown. Baltimore going to Cincinnati after beating New England. Yeah. They've got Houston on the other side of this. Yeah. It just looked like a classic letdown situation. I thought I was being sneaky. We thought we were being cute. Nope. We were only three of the 18 people in our pick'em that, pool to yep. pick this team. Yep. And boy, did we get punished for we overthinking got, this one. Holy, like this game was over by the second half. Yeah. Over, the, the, the game was yeah. over and the line was not even in play. I was hoping, I was like. 10 points were out of sight by by the second, third quarter of yep. this game. It was just completely, they ran, they ran over. Like this just. It's not that I doubt Lamar Jackson, but my God, like he just showed, he he just continues to play well. John Harbaugh and them are just playing to dominate to show that they're not to be trifled with. They are a solid team. No, and, and he just brings way too much energy, Lamar Jackson, to every game that I, I should have known. And I heard someone say this, and I just discarded it because, like we said in episode one, basically discard everything you hear about this league except for what you hear from here when it comes to betting. Yeah. But I heard someone say, I don't think Lamar Jackson has letdowns. And this oh, yeah, person no. was correct. Yeah, Lamar Jackson solid. does not have letdowns. Yeah. No. He was solid. Uh, so I may not be betting against Lamar moving forward. But, yeah, it, he just shows 
very reminiscent, not as quick as Michael Vick, not as quote unquote electric. He had that spin move, but which he's looks bigger. Great, but he's definitely he's more elusive thick. and bigger. Yeah, he's definitely which is bigger. important. Yeah, and his hands are bigger too. Michael yeah. Vick had small hands and he fumbled a lot. People forget he, about that. Correct. He fumbled a lot, but that was because of how he held the ball. He held it really low to his to his waistline when right. he was running. That was right. that's how you get it knocked out. That doesn't but help. But still, as, help. as a quarterback, yeah. you're all, you're going to be one handing the ball quite a bit. Sure. He, I, I, Lamar Jackson looks like the, you know the the promise made by Michael Vick is being yeah. honored by is Lamar honored. Jackson. And Michael Vick has come out on multiple times saying like he's a better yeah. me. He's a better me. He's I smarter. Actually, I, I like really, it. I really like Mike Vick as a uh, as a comment. I, I, you know, I, well, <laughs> we probably shouldn't go there, but I, uh, he's he, uh, Mike Vick has done his time, and yeah. I think he he was a good football player. I think he's a good commentator now, yep. and so I really I like good what analyst. He has to say. Yeah, really good analyst when That's he's coming to talk about players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next game, we'll move on just to go through the the weekend recap. Cardinals, Tampa. Somehow, Jameis found a way to win. I I covered on this one with the four and a half. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, it was it was a good game. It was, uh, but man, Jameis is just a piece of shit. He fucking sucks. He really does suck, but he's just good enough to give Tampa Bay some hope and to you know inflate some value into yeah. into Tampa Bay's number because Arizona looked really good in this game and couldn't win. Kyler yeah. Murray looked great in this game and couldn't win it. Yeah. So you know, coming out of this game, I I, I had Arizona as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't bet on this game or the previous one we talked about, Baltimore Sensi. I didn't feel super confident about either one of these. I don't think, you, you know, the the final score being a number and a half off the line, I don't think we can feel too terribly smart yeah. about picking this game right. But I think it does lend itself to hopefully Tampa's going to come out of this overvalued and we can bet against James yep, here. Next exactly. Week. Um, and then I still don't quite know what to make of Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, and the Cardinals, but we will see. They continue they look, to be an interesting yeah, watch. Yeah, they're a very interesting watch, they're fun if to watch, anything. Yeah, big yeah. time. Uh, Kyler Murray reminds me a lot of the speed of Vic, but yeah. just obviously the Yeah, you're size, right. Yeah, he's you know? super quick. He's super fast. Yeah. Uh, it, I just can't get over the fact that he's really like 5'9". Right. 5'8". Oh, God, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I was going to say he's no. <laughs> yeah. He's 5'8 he's tops. Combine numbers say 5'10". Nope. But nope. In platform yeah. shoes. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, we kind of alluded to Bills at Browns, and you kind of said it in your confession to everyone. Yeah, well, I started with, with that because right. I, I don't know why I wanted to start with bragging about what I thought was the, the slickest pick of the week. And yeah. it, it, frankly, I think it was. I think the world was on Buffalo here. I was on Cleveland. I'm happy to, happy to say it. Yeah, Josh Allen, for me, has definitely not rubbed off the wrong way. But there are times where it's like he can he can be like a Jameis, but it's not as much of a roller coaster, right? It's He can show up and be good sometimes. Other times it's like, Hey, can we like learn to throw the ball with like proper velocity? Can we properly learn to like run when you need to? Maybe put a little touch on it here and there. Yeah, like just that. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Baker showed up a little bit. He, which is weird. As soon as he got that first drive touchdown, which is the first they've had this entire year, I was just like, yep, I think they've won, based off the first drive. I was just well, like, they did. Freddie Kitchens is fucking stupid. Oh yeah, and, he's a clown, and, and he he looks like he looks like Mike McCarthy, except kind of dumber. And I thought Mike McCarthy looked pretty dumb. Now I I don't I actually think Freddie Kitchens is 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 in truth in reality much dumber than Mike McCarthy. No, no, I I'm just talking about physical appearance. It, yeah, appearance. Now, so I was watching Red Zone for most of Sunday, and yeah. like I could swear it at least 
at, there, there was one time I know this happened. And then again, it's the Browns are at the one yard line with mm-hmm. multiple downs to yep. go. And, they, and then I look back and they've scored zero yep. points. Yep. Not they settled for a field goal. I'm like, nope. they what went the for fuck? a fourth and short and they missed it. The Browns yeah. are still at, at what, nine points or whatever? Mm-hmm. It, it was. It, I don't know what was going on in the red zone, but they suck in the red zone. Yeah, because it was 7-9. The Bills got a safety, and it was just like, okay, 9-9. <laughs> right. Like, what the hell? Like, this is this is the level of the Bills did not play above the competition. They played down to it, and it showed. But right. Well, and you could see, too, on Cleveland's sideline, this was like their Super Bowl. I. I think, and I I think, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not, when I was toying with the idea of getting on Cleveland, I like the idea that I was on Cleveland here, and I kind of like the idea that uh, they're probably going to get overvalued on a bounce back next week. And yeah. so I think we, you know, I think we probably can have a pretty good opportunity, but against Cleveland next yep. week. No, I'm not feeling it. Uh, the next one was a, was a good game, but boy, it was hard to watch. Uh, this was New York Giants at New York Jets. Two and a half. I picked the Jets, and they won by a touchdown. Me too. Yeah. By and kickoff, I loved this game. Yeah. And um, and it it delivered. It wasn't. It didn't look easy the whole way, but it just felt like th- this felt like a Vegas special to me too. Kind of. Yeah. You know that. I think the Giants overall have looked better than the Jets. You've got Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. <laughs> You've got the Jets just basically getting shit pumped and. But they're getting to it. Just yeah, it just felt like Vegas knew the Jets were the right side, and so I sided with Vegas and and had the Jets. Yep. My favorite game of the week: Atlanta beating outright the Saints outright. Not Straight even up. Not even a close call. I saw it in that beady-eyed little fuck Sean Payton's eyes. That's all drugged up. He was he was getting worried real early. He was getting real oh, worried. Yeah. And Atlanta came out hot. I and I told I th- I think we lost it in the tape from last week, but I said they're gonna rally behind Matt Ryan and the defense stepped up huge. This is the first time the defense has looked anywhere near what we should have been looking like this entire year or even last year. So Oh you, you oh you were right. And yeah, and I, I loved this game with the points and I don't know if this got lost in the in the tape, but I, I suggested to sprinkle the money mm-hmm. line on Atlanta in this game. I did. It saved my week. I went 500 on my picks overall. I bet on some of the wrong games here, but that little sprinkle of the money line on Atlanta, they were plus 550 on this game, and this thing was like never in doubt from the very beginning. They looked like the old Falcons. Yep. Drew Brees looked like an old version of Drew Brees. He looked scared. He did. Yep. He did, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, it was a wonderful game. Mm -hmm. I could shut up Houdat Nation for one weekend and just be happy. And and I'd sworn off betting (laughs) on or against ATL in any game. But mm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is the one game where I can feel confident. Yeah, like, to get back in, and yeah. Now, now that I'm, well, we'll see. We'll I, see what happens. Chances, chances are I'm betting against them next week. We'll get. Oh yeah, crushed. no, exactly. Uh, but Miami at Indy. This was another good game. Dolphins won straight up. Yeah, sixteen twelve. This and was the cover another was one I love by, by kickoff. Yeah, wish I'd had the money line like I did on Atlanta. Obviously, didn't. But it, you know, by kickoff, I'm thinking Fitzpatrick on the Dolphins. He can. He's got some moves. Brian Hoyer is just not good. And he, when you have a backup quarterback come in for an injured guy, he needs to be a young guy with some yep. juice. With some in this energy. case, no. It, it, un- unless you have Andy Reid as your coach, who can win with a crappy old quarterback. Yeah. You you have to yeah. 
in in Indy just didn't have that in yeah. Brian Hoyer. So Frank, Frank Wright is not that good of an offensive guy because he's not. But yeah. yeah, he did his best. This was a decent game to watch. It was actually good to watch for me. This next one, ooh, I believed in. I I believe too much in the analytics. This See, is my. I, this is my. I love ooh, this Rams versus Steelers. Twelve seventeen. God, my God! Like Jared Goff looks like complete garbage like behind a really shit o-line and that's the problem is unless he's got perfect protection like brady breeze rivers he looks completely scared he looks just completely horrible well he you know he's he's not very comfortable away from home i've never honestly and it's easy to say now you know i did have pittsburgh just documented i've never thought Goff really passed the eye test with flying colors yeah I've, I never have looked at him play quarterback and thought, man, he just is zinging it. He's a, yeah, he's a top ten solid. He never yeah, looks never. like it. He, you know, he he, it, he just makes some completions to wide open guys after play action to great to to Gurley after yep. Gurley's running down and then your Cooper throat. Cooper Cup, and right? Then you, yeah, and and but this game, all that having been said, this game was one of those I could not figure out why Pittsburgh was only getting three and a half with Mason Rudolph, who is not good. He's I don't know. Golf looks better than Mason Rudolph most days to yeah. me. And since I could not figure out why on earth anyone would bet Pittsburgh, I bet Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it's it again one of those Vegas specials. Yeah, it was one of those for making me, me feel real smart. I believed a lot. If only I applied McVay. the same thinking to the last game we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. McVeigh. I'm putting a lot of stock to him. Thinking again, we talked about this, and I think in episode two, where it was like between McVeigh and Shanahan Shanahan Kyle Shanahan is the real boy genius right McVeigh is like a what, what imposter syndrome it feels like he has <laughs> imposter syndrome so honestly I like every time I expect him to make half halftime call adjustments he doesn't and it's like you know your weakness get rid of obviously you can't get rid of Gurley now because you signed him last year to a long-term contract and a big contract you've signed Goff to a long-term contract now your offensive line is just tattered up. So what are you going to do here in the next two to three years? Because that's your Super Bowl window. Right. It is, and I don't think they have a plan. Well, who's making the uh, Who's making the personnel decisions in the GM in LA? Yeah, because if, they haven't been great in my opinion. None, none. The Jalen Ramsey trade when they got rid of you know Marcus, Marcus Peters, Peters and who Akita returned Lee, another interception for did, a touchdown yep, that Sunday. Yep. That so, guy is the king of giving up touchdowns and scoring touchdowns. Yeah. He's like the Jameis Winston of, of a defense. Corners, yeah. <laughs> you know, he'll keep he you gets, in the game. He gets burned and then he'll he burns you. In the game. Yep. He's yeah. Right. He, one for you, one for them. Yep. It's the it's, it's weird. Jameis Winston. Yep. Schedule. That's always been his story. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, this next one we'll talk about. If you want to pull up the Rams GM in front office, uh, but Carolina sixteen twenty four. This was not as close as it shows. It really isn't. Um, Green Bay just had control of this game. I figured that Ron Rivera would actually understand how do you beat the Green Bay Packers? You run at them. They didn't do that. They got cute. They tried to throw to McCaffrey and have him, you know, run on the flats. That they should have just ran power football. McCaffrey's not a true power back, but he can be. And that's the problem I had is that they should have just ran it right at them. I I agree. So I had Carolina here, yep. um, getting four and a half. Obviously disappointed that they couldn't uh, keep it close. They couldn't get me the the win on this bet. 
it was snowing in Lambeau. Yeah. And they lost by a score. I I can't really scold. And I, I agree with you, Ron Rivera did not run it enough. But I can't really scold the Panthers for their performance here. Sure. I, you know, sometimes I bet on a team and they let me down and I'm like, I want everybody fired. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know? in this case, I don't want anyone Draft fired. Draft a new quarterback, fire yeah. the coach. I don't want I, anyone fired. It's It really comes down to this. Kyle Allen, your replacement for Cam, New- Cam Newton. He's too small a hands to play in that cold he's just He's just not the right quarterback for this team. He just isn't. He's he's serviceable, and I think if you keep him as a serviceable back, as a number two, that's perfectly fine. But you need to find... You need to find your quarterback next year. You have to. You just have to. You do. I. I see. I saw Kyle Allen look okay a few times. Um, but I. I agree. He doesn't. He. He definitely does not look like a guy that you say we're done. We're good here. This yeah. is our guy. But you know, Kyle Allen looks like a guy that a coach like Andy Reid would take and go ten and six. Sure. And here's um, what I'll and, say. And he. he yeah. He, to me, he looks like a guy where. If you can get away with paying Kyle Allen whatever they're paying Kyle Allen, which I hope or assume is not too much. Yeah, because he's still on his rookie contract. Then do that until you draft a guy you know is the guy. Correct. Don't, don't right. go. Don't rush and just get someone right. just to get someone. No, correct. And here's the thing. There's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out in this free agency. You honestly could make a call or run for um, Teddy Bridgewater. You could try and go for Andy Dalton because apparently – the Bengals decided we're ready. We're- See, and I would keep mm-hmm. Kyle Allen o- over either of those guys. Really? Yeah. I would actually take Andy Dalton. If your window right now, if your window is Super Bowl, I think Andy Dalton, he's serviceable. He's more serviceable than Kyle Allen. And that's just my opinion. So I think I, he's a better quarterback. Because- I agree that he might be better right now, but. And that'd be the Super Kyle Bowl. Kyle Allen is making. Like $585,000. Yeah. yeah. He's cheap. And that's. And, but that's what I'm saying, right? You can keep him for six hundred. We'll just round up six hundred thousand. Andy Dalton, you're you're gonna have to. Well, only sixteen million, as I thought maybe he'd be making a bit more. But I have a feeling. I mean, you can have Kyle Allen and fifteen million dollars worth of talent around Kyle sure. Allen, or you can have Andy Dalton, and so that's where I think correct. It, it comes I, into I, the numbers, right? Yeah, and that's where I think Kyle Allen's the type of guy where if you can pay him a million or sub a million. And and rather than pay a, a mediocre guy like, like here here's the thing: what percentage of Andy Dalton do you think Kyle Allen is? Twenty. Oh, only twenty. Yep. Okay. Well, so you, you're you're giving you're either giving Andy Dalton more credit than I would, or Kyle, Kyle Allen. Yeah, less. I'm because so, I would say that Kyle Allen is every bit of seventy percent of Andy Dalton. Okay. And and that's not to claim either of them are really that good. Yeah. But if so I could if have you a get better 70% choice, percent yeah. of Andy Dalton for less for five percent of the money, yeah. I say you take it, and then sure. you take that extra money. It's and you the value it elsewhere. Yeah, right. it's the value. And so here, but that's what I'm saying, right? And this is an age-old debate about quarterbacks and how much you're supposed to pay. Correct. And I'm under the assumption. Uh, we'll talk very briefly on it. I'm under the assumption you you pay your quarterbacks that are they've carried your team because the the price of a quarterback is not purely for play. It's how do they condone themselves off field? How do they condone themselves in the press and media? That's where a lot of that chunk goes to. A lot of it is for play. I'd say like 60%, but the other 40 is kind of sprinkled around. How do you talk with the media? How do you control your guys? How are yeah, you there's in terms some of face of the franchise yeah. type stuff that comes along with it for sure. Yeah, and so I would actually go out and say, in this case, I don't know if 
the Jacksonville Jaguars would be willing to part ways with Minshew, make make a play for him. Well, right? yeah, I mean, if you can, if if you could maybe trade for Minshew, I. I see what you're saying. They've yeah. got Christian McCaffrey. They've got a good defense. They've got some talent. Get a quarterback in now. Minshew's a guy I could maybe get behind because yeah. he still has some ceiling. An Andy Dalton type guy can't really. And I'm sorry, I just keep getting distracted by these god awful calls the Seahawks keep getting. <laughs> they, they had a, they had an interception. They just had a third down stop. Both flag. The fix is in in San Francisco. Seahawks was the right play, but it might be the wrong play thanks to these shitty shitty refs yeah we'll go we'll move on we're talking a lot about carolina i digress yeah yeah this next one the the last game sunday night i don't want to talk about this one but we will we will we had a good time talking about how shitty uh kirk and here and here's the thing that good here's the thing i don't take too much off this loss because it kind of just proves my point so i don't know if you watched any of it last night but it kind of proved my point that I don't know why they would pay for Zeke Elliott when he didn't produce. I'm sorry. He didn't produce last night. And this is my biggest problem of paying running backs when they've been marginalized is I can get a fourth, fifth, sixth round or a free agent undrafted and get really good results. But unfortunately, Zeke Elliott decided to run flat last night, really didn't bring much of a run game. And that's not Dak's fault. Dak played really well. He kept having to play from behind. When you get a 14-0 lead, yeah, you know, Kirk Cousins gets to just, oh, dump, dump. Yep. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm not going to die on the pay the running back hill. I, uh, so I'm not really going to argue with you. I just was thinking, my comment last week was just basically if you're going to pay a running back, Dak seems like the one to pay. But then we saw Dalvin Cook just, just shred or it Zeke. up and down the Zeke. field. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, Zeke, Zeke, my bad. Yeah. Getting my Cowboys mixed up. <laughs> But but unfortunately, so, they lost. But here's the thing about yeah. this game. Do you remember what I said about Pittsburgh and Cleveland? What? Do you, what do you, it made no sense. The lines oh, made no sense. Oh, it didn't make no sense. So yeah, pick, yeah. pick the side that doesn't make sense because Vegas knows what the fuck they're doing. That's yeah. how they build those giant-ass casinos. So I look at this game, and it's prime time, and Kirk Cousins fucking sucks, and Dallas is great, right? Kirk Cousins is bad in prime time, bad against good teams. Dallas is only laying two and a half yeah why on earth would how could you possibly vote for minnesota vote how could you possibly Choose. bet on minnesota yeah. yeah that is exactly why you should have bet on minnesota because it, i didn't yeah. apply my own thinking that won me the that that won me the pittsburgh bet that won me the cleveland bet or pushed it whatever how did I not apply that to this yeah. game? It was just one of those this bad is brain, one of those good sucker brain. bet <laughs> games. I'm the sucker public motherfucker betting on the overrated Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. How did I end up in that position? Yeah, uh, I, so frustrating. I still believe in them boys, but we'll see what happens. That's fine. I yeah. mean, and I don't think so. You know, I was kind of trying to fade my own disdain for the Cowboys because I don't like them. So I'm thinking, hey, is it the fact that you don't like the Cowboys that kind of makes you double you know, second guess yeah. this game? Oh, it was just a sucker bet from a sucker such as myself. Yeah. It was just Suck. a bad week overall for me. It wasn't, again, it wasn't horrible. I can still do okay with tonight's game. So we both pick Seattle. We did. Getting I mean, six I, and a half. I as long as these, it. it's, it's, it's fourth and six or something. It, yeah, it, fourth and five right now with eight, 24 left in the first. The refs will find a way to get to get Garoppolo a, a first down brand. for the 49ers the way this game has been going. I'm not kidding. 
This yeah. drive has been extended maybe three different times, once on a turnover on on flags. Yeah, currently there's a injury timeout. So okay. for for this game, and we've talked about it off mic before. It's hard for me, and I've tried to decide myself throughout these next seven-ish weeks. I just can't bet against Russell Wilson. I just can't. He's just too good, and you, he keeps it too close. Well, and it's it's know? it's scary. Yeah, it's it's bet you bet against Russell Wilson, and then you see him doing awesome shit. You know, like you don't you don't want to be in this position where Russell Wilson can bust your bet with a sweet rollout, escape pressure, yeah, to, toss it forty yards downfield to Tyler. That's a la- and a laser. You yeah. don't you don't you just don't want to be watching a football game in that yeah, position. Exactly. So I, yeah, I love Russell Wilson. So it's hard. Like, every point you just made is the exact reason why I changed it. My love of Kyle Shanahan, as you, the listeners know, I love Kyle Shanahan. But, but, but yeah, yeah, I just can't. In this case, I just can't bet against. Well, Russell, and he's he's a hell of know? a coach, he but is. you don't have to worry about Pete Carroll getting pantsed. You know, he <laughs> chompers. He, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no way. But he, he, I'm not saying that he's a better coach than Kyle Shanahan. He just isn't going to get pantsed by anybody. Yeah, he's. When you lose, you're not losing by like. The New Orleans Saints level losing, right? And he's not gonna. Yeah, he's not. Gonna he's just that. not gonna do something really dumb. And and I just, yeah, I, I don't see how it could happen, but I don't see how hustle Russell un- doesn't keep yeah, this within highly six unlikely. and a half. Yeah, yeah. Highly, it's one of those. It's possible, but it's not probable. And, and frankly, know? I think Seattle could win outright. Um, so we'll see. Uh, so yeah, so Cynthia. We'll get we'll get to you here. What's been on your mind? What's been on the <laughs> Cynthia, the Sin City mind over the weekend? Oh, this weekend was uh, was really fantastic. I just kind of slept the whole weekend. I said, love weekends like that. Yeah, yeah I like weekends fantastic. like that. Yeah, um, just slept. I, I mean, I don't know if this is enabling or what, but yeah. I kind of just slept the whole time. Hey, I did. It. This is your beer. No, but th- like this is specifically designed to turn upside down and pour in a glass. I don't know what it's going to taste like this, but it's a like like it 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 really like is not. It's weird. It's like chemically engineered to pour literally upside down. Oh wow! What's the name of this beer? It's For a our, nitro. It, it's, it's a nitro. A, it's a milk stout, but like a milk nitro stout. style beer. Am is I going to die? No. no, it just probably tastes you're just, crap. You're just drinking it wrong. Is what yeah, he said. I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I drank a whole mug full of Bailey's with a splash of coffee, so I'm just drinking for the effect now. Sure. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you if you have another one of those and, and you because yeah. I think they're delicious, pour it up, j- just like chug, pour it. We upside could just down. go to Pound Town with whatever alcohol's here, and okay. that's good. So I do want to get into tech news because I sent Jeff. And our buddy Max, we have a check called Tinfoil Hat. So I don't know if you read the article or saw the headline. Essentially, Google's Project Nightingale gathers personal health data on millions of Americans. So I think they said there's roughly 1.7 million points of data that they got from the second biggest uh, health insurance firm in the world. And so this just scares the living shit out of me. It just does. The fact that Google, and it's not about, people want to put the perspective here, so we're just as a heads up, this is a tech news conversation now. The fact that Google has HIPAA compliant 
data because HIPAA's got a little weird and Jeff and I are very oh, versed in weird. HIPAA. Yeah, me too. So there's this weird like there's this weird clause in the HIPAA compliance where it's like, oh, you can share data if it's for the betterment to provide better service to your to your patient. Well, and it can't be is there is there specific patient information attached to this data or is it that's what we're still trying to figure out. And okay. so they are in, they are technically in violation of HIPAA compliance. And so what now we're just trying to figure out to what extent. I will say I will say this and forgive me for being relatively ignorant on this specific case here when the uh when Bush Jr. pushed out the EHR mandate basically I had in my mind this idea that when I went to the hospital or the doctor, they were going to be able to pull up everything that had ever happened. Yeah. And that's just not at all how it is. I feel the same way when I get pulled over by the police. It's like, why are we doing what? You want my paper what? Well, they're, they're also, thankfully, I found that the, the law enforcement is also discombobulated so There's you so know they you might get pulled over in kansas and they might not know that you're on probation in missouri i feel yeah. like that that just should be digitized at this point like they stand in front of you and they know who you i don't know right and well, that's a scary reality too to because there's also other cases where people are the u.s is now currently looking at facial recognition software mm-hmm. to know who you are mm-hmm. Guess what country already has this and has been using it for the last seven years? China. China. Yeah. This is high. Okay. This is not to sound racist. This is not to put any, but Chinese, Asian Americans, Asians in general look very similar. So for them to develop their technology to actually understand you're actually a different person. This is all your information. Here you are. Yeah. That is very, very frightening to me. I don't know if it's frightening to me. Because I feel like there needs to be a law and order, and I feel like there needs to be a governance, and I'm totally for microchipping. I People think, oh, man, that's terrible. So no, we'll I, see, but that's different. Microchipping is very different than facial recognition through a statewide, government-wide database to know exactly who, what, where, when you are. That is very like different than microchipping. do that, though. Like, we have our they cell do, phones on us. They do to an extent, and we can actually t- – we'll talk – this is an open yeah. microchip, yeah. right? So what you and Max were talking about Snowden and how, so for people that don't know, whenever your phone is on and powered, even though the screen's off, it is still talking Mm -hmm. to cell towers. It's Mm -hmm. telling, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. It's pinging. It is pinging. For those that don't know, it is essentially talking or calling the tower and saying, I'm here. I'm here. Send me your data. Send me information that's supposed to go to my, you should know this. What is an IMEI number? Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, it's essentially an identifier for the hardware to say this is this particular phone. Oh, there you go. Right. I never did anything well, with cell phones would, in my say, telecom career. Never cell phones. Yeah. Some would say too that your phone can do that even while it is not on. Oh Correct. yeah, it can. No, the safest no, place for your, your phone. Your screen off. No. Your phone powered. should be in the yeah, microwave right. at yeah. all times. I, only I won't do that because I'm scared. Yeah, it's. I'm okay with a cell phone. It's very different in. We'll kind of be jumping around here because yeah. I do want to talk about this topic as a whole. So Apple just released their little commercial called Privacy. Oh, your phone is the most, it has more data than it has in your household. It I has don't this. believe them, but I think it's a great campaign. It is a great, so here's my perspective. And I want Jeff and Cynthia to jump in because I want us to have an actual conversation about this. I am very much in the optimistic camp that Apple truly does care. Again, 
quote unquote, truly cares about my data and my privacy. If they want to die on that hill, I'm all for it. But we also have other people and we've had historical reasons where that really isn't the case. They're a corporation, they're a business. They're going to try and use as much of our data without quote unquote being caught or breaking the law about data usage, which Google has blatantly just not given a shit about. Yeah. At least make the attempt. At least make the attempt to tell me, well, yes, we do care about it because. But why? If it's, if it's a profit. Well, so here, a couple things here. Sure. I think Apple cares about privacy insofar as they think positioning themselves as the pro-privacy tech yeah. giant. It's all photo ops. Them. Yep. But if that means that they actually protect user privacy, then I am all for it. Yeah. 100%. And, and I like and I like that we at least have one of the big boys making that kind of Making stance. the claim. At least making the claim. Right. To say, yeah, we're going to try and be their old term. Because we're trying face, to be different. Be different. Because yeah. Facebook and Google have basically gone like Complete hands spectrum. in the air like, yep. sorry, guys, there's just no chance. Did <laughs> you? It's just privacy is over. Did you, see the, basically their did you see the article of Facebook's leaked emails? And it's literally like 600 megabytes of emails. You, that should tell you how many emails. I downloaded it, and I'm going through it right now. There's like 100,000 emails. I'm just like, holy moly. Mark Zuckerberg does not give two fucks. And me no, and Cynthia, no have, me and Cynthia a, have talked about it. He I, is not yeah, human. He He's not a human being. He doesn't care. He, he just like, I'm a computer. I want all the data. Nom, 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 yeah, nom. I feel Feed like there's a point info, in info, chance info. in like in your career or your life path where you decide that I'm just going to be a soulless bot or I'm actually going to retain some dignity and be a human being. And Mark sold out. Oh, yeah. He sold out years, to the devil. years ago. Yeah. I wish I could think of the exact quote, but I, I mean, I, I, I vaguely remember hearing something from Mark Zuckerberg that basically indicates that privacy is over. But yeah, I mean, no. Yeah. So I'll give you one example of, right? So Facebook had to make a change. Uh, I think a year and a half, two years ago. So when you used Jeff, maybe this was at the time when you were still using Facebook, but a way that you could actually find a contact was that based off your cell phone number that you use for your Facebook account, you could say, Oh yeah, we can look at your contacts list and find friends for you based off your contacts list and finding them on Facebook. And it's like, no, don't do that because I didn't tell you to do that. And they're like, well, we're just trying to help you find more friends. Maybe if this was like early years Facebook, back when I was in high school, when Facebook was exclusively a upper, you know, upper education, you know, college plus social media site. Okay, that might make sense. But now we're I primarily use Facebook for family photos and to just kind of keep up with people. I really don't use it much as I used to, like of MySpace or Zanga when I actually wrote my blogs and shit when I was, you know, nine years old and thought I was really cool learning HTML. But times are different. Facebook needs to be better. I'm sorry. You just have to be better. And they just don't care. And that's my biggest problem. I should really get rid of Facebook or at least highly reduce what I use Facebook for now because it's just like, well, I mean, the the eight eight hour congressional hearing that he went through like two three weeks ago was was terrifying in the fact that he was so spot on and like instant reflex like I don't know for my whole career people are like are you are you listening because sometimes I take a really long hard pause like he there was no pause he nope. was just like Answer. bam on like and and his answers were were really really good and then there's been a smear campaign like since then I've noticed like 
the press like highlighting um and I can't get too deep into it because we can't we can't but like because it goes into a, a a career path that we're currently on right now that I don't I don't want to enter yeah, we'll that sector yeah, so we're just, just going to nix keep that moving but, forward. Um, yeah keep moving forward <laughs> yeah no there's there's been like deliberate things that I feel like they've done since that hearing uh to create better optics for sure um from the hearing and it's just uh it's just absolutely disgusting because they don't really care what they're doing to society as a whole I mean I I mean they were they were being accused in in this congressional hearing of um, you know, I, I guess just messing up, you know, I guess making it harder for minorities to get housing. Like, how do you justify that? I don't know. I guess they don't care because they don't, yeah. you know, it's, it's Facebook. They just don't care. The biggest one could make the argument, the number one social media, because remember they have not just Facebook, they have Instagram and they have, uh, what's that messaging? WeChat. Snapchat. Snap, well, no, they don't have Snapchat. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, they, I think they gave Snapchat an offer, but they refused. Yeah, so, Snapchat's still independent. As well as um, Facebook they have was their like, own stock ticker. Yeah, anyway. Facebook was like, oh, fuck you. We're going to buy Instagram and make it a competitor, which they did. And a lot of people moved away. A lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people moved away from Snapchat mm. because of. I got rid of Facebook about a year ago, a little yeah. bit more than. I don't think I'm ever going back. I never yeah. had an Instagram. I think it would be kind of dumb for me to start one now. Yeah, because you're just reopening up your Facebook. Right. Really, at that point. And it just, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. What, what kind of pictures am I going to post on Instagram? And, yeah. uh, you know, the only thing that I I used, and but I haven't used, I haven't used Snapchat in almost a year as well, but... I continue to use it after deleting Facebook just because it just because it deletes right away and it's not that I it's not that I'm posting things that I need to have deleted or need to necessarily limit my audience for but it just make it it just takes a lot of the vanity out of it. Mm-hmm. It's still a very vain thing it to feels post real, something on though. social media. It feels more real. But when you post something on Snapchat, you know that People are, you know, people only get a limited chance to see it. It's not going to be up there forever. You're not trying to like really curate this image for yourself. It's like, hey, this is kind of cool. I want to share this right now. It's not, hey, look at this carefully crafted image I'm building for myself in my life. Except in this case, what Cynthia just said, you're trying to build an image or you have a premium snap. Trying to get that money. Sure, sure, sure. It just, I just found that the, I, 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 I thought that my Snapchat engaged, my, my engagement with Snapchat was more authentic because yeah, because I would like to say that oh I needed to delete Facebook because I spent too much time browsing it and, <laughs> or you know I I would yeah. look at other people and get jealous of their life and you know and and there there might be a little bit of that even though frankly well whatever <laughs> I I'm gonna move on from that thought but but to be perfectly honest and this isn't easy for me to say I would use it as as sort of a validation tool so I would post yep. something on Facebook expect likes want likes yep. and hardly ever really be satisfied yeah yep. you know if it ever. got uh you know five likes I'd wonder why it didn't get 10 if it got 15 likes I think of like that one person I thought would really like it why didn't they look mm-hmm. at it why didn't they like it yep. and and it it became a source of greater anxiety to me than joy I don't miss it. I love not having it. Yep. Unfortunately, in my life and with my cousins having kids and they live in different states, it very much is hard to see them. So being able to look at their Snap or Facebook or Instagram where they're posting kid family photos, it's like 
to me, that's my true connection with social media. That was the that was a pure pro- purpose of social media was to connect us mm-hmm. on a greater level when you can't see them all the time. And I still yep. believe in that. And I really wish we had that level of connection. But like you just noted, it's very, very vain. I know a lot of girls who have, I think Dove even has a campaign to help with self-esteem issues mm-hmm. because of how bad, it, like the, there are studies, hundreds of studies done to show how bad this hurts like not even girls and it's women, just human beings humans behaviors because yeah. like, oh well i only got 500 likes on this i'm gonna delete right. it and it's like well it's like what? a serotonin intake yeah. every time you get like a like i mean it literally changes your brain it changes your brain chemistry right yeah so you're wanting more and it's uh it's kind of like sugar or yeah. cocaine and i i do find that it can substitute a little bit for just real socializing yeah. You know, so it dink around on Facebook a little bit, maybe make a comment, maybe someone replies to the comment, reply to that, have a little conversation yeah. on Facebook, and yeah. then all of a sudden I've socialized for the day. Yeah. Well, no, I haven't. I need no. to have real conversations real with real human interaction in real life. Yeah. And I I've just the more we talk about this, the more I'm reminded that you I made don't the right choice. It. Yeah, you made the right choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For absolutely. me, I'm still kinda trapped, uh, because I care about my family and their life and being yeah. able to see them. And no, that's and, the thing. And, and I know? hope nothing I've said comes off as oh, judgment no, no, no. towards not anybody zero. who's still on yeah. these. No. these yeah. this is not... it's, frankly, it's all about me and my busted way of approaching them. Yeah. So if I could get on Facebook and really just use it to keep in touch with people that I wouldn't otherwise, which frankly, I kind of wish I could because there are, I can think of a few people off the top of my head right now who I really haven't spoken with or engaged with at all since I deleted Facebook, and they're good people. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way to get back in touch with them would probably be to, to reactivate my Facebook account. If I could, if I had the discipline to only use it like that, I would use it. I would love it, but I don't. I yeah. yeah. I hear you. So we're going to go to one last piece because I know Jeff's itching, itching to get Burning. home and play some. Oh, some Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah. Or, or is it video game corner? It time? is. It is video game corner. So okay, I wanted to like I wanted to give you your time to talk about it, but I do have one piece of video game that I do want to talk about. Oh, that's very dear to me. Good. So let's get started. Okay. So, so I've been talking about Outer Worlds, and I completed the I completed the I didn't finish Outer Worlds. Okay, but I beat Outer Worlds. I completed the main quest. Yeah. The main I, story I feel yeah. like there are at least two more playthroughs in this game for me. I can we can we discuss we can spoil some Outer Worlds, can't we? Go ahead. Can I watch Cynthia. you guys play or yep. you play? Because yep. I have no Absolutely. idea. Like I need this in context, not right now, but uh, sure. in the future. Sure. So, so he, so Outer Worlds did something to me that no game really has none none of these games and these are elder scrolls type games obsidian games where you create a character you get to decide what sort of attributes they have you have a lot of agency in their in their conversation choices and in what they do morally in the game and with who and stuff like that and most of these games i decide i'm going to be this is not original at all. I'm going to be like a Han Solo type guy, you know, kind of like kind of yeah. kind of cool person, you know, kind of mean loner. sometimes. Yeah. Every now and then got to shoot someone in the face, but generally harder goal, generally yeah. does the right thing. Yep. And recently I've been playing with been playing as more female characters, not really sure why. Um, but this is the first game since 
KOTOR where yeah. I started a certain way and something in the game changed to make me play a different way. So I started Just out of Worlds. Just to clarify, KOTOR, Knights of the, Re- Knights Knights of the, the Old, Old Republic. Yeah, Star Wars. Yep. Right. Great yep. Star mm-hmm. Wars RPG. Yep. And, and in, in that game... I, I was a light side Jedi through almost 100%. the entire game. Yep. There's a big twist in the game, and I won't get into the minutia, but long story short, you basically realize the Jedi Yoda have been lying to you. Yeah. Mm. And I, when that twist was presented to me, it blew my mind, and Originally, my guy went dark. Yeah. Just murdered yep. everybody. 100%. Just kind of Anakin situation. You yeah. know, women I killed the children. women and right. children. Yes. <laughs> yes. Off the deep end. And, and, but I thought it was so cool. I'm like, how's this game doing this to me? And in... And, Outer Worlds went and did a very similar thing. I was, uh, yeah, I was I was playing as a peacemaker, and you know, generally going about my Outer Worlds business. Um, and I ran into a side quest towards the end. And when I emerged from this side quest, mm-hmm. I it was murder corporate guards on site, and so it was just kind of cool the way it did. It, anyway, it was it was cool. It was a great game. Highly recommend it. But 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 the what Kevin was alluding to and and I we got to get this done quick cuz I have got to get home to He's play got the some itch. death stranding yeah. why I have the itch to play this game I do not know so Hideo Kojima Hideo Kojima he is a fu- an he's, he's a he's he is a pure artist uh, he uh, just lo- he knows video games and I'm just so surprised Konami just goodbye well I like the idea and <laughs> I've actually told this story as if it's true, and so some people have referenced it to me. Like, is it, but anyway, th- this was a joke when I told this story. But I, I, I think thematically and meaningly, you know, the meaning of it I think is true. The actual story is false. Yeah. I'm making it up, but I like the idea that like some uh, cost controller or accountant at Konami walked in on Kojima with like sixty thousand dollars worth of motion capture equipment on some woman's tit yeah it was like perfect yeah was like that's it <laughs> we <laughs> can't know? do this anymore right we gotta, cut it. We gotta cut them this you is you gotta just... be kidding me yeah or like or like even you know th- and then 30k of motion cap on like a palm leaf yeah you know like in front of a in front of a, a fan you to know get and, all and the motions to be able to get every detail of yeah right yeah <laughs> they're like that's why this game costs 20 million to produce yep. you gotta be fucking kidding me but Kojima cares about all the details. He does. Th- this game, so so let me tell you, I I had to I I was asked by a friend of mine at my house why Norman Reedus was plugging a, a jar with a baby in it into his suit. A jar with a baby in it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the baby's like in a formaldehyde jar, except yeah. it's an alive baby. And I could not answer her question then. We have no idea. I've played yeah. for hours longer. I still cannot now. Yep. Not yet. I <laughs> not yet. It'll make sense. It might make it. It, will, or it might it never make, make yeah. sense. It. I mean, I. I get the baby can sense some of these weird, bad things. I. I don't know, but. The game, the gameplay. I can't recommend to anybody. You're carrying shit around, trying to make sure this guy can walk without falling over. Mm-hmm. Most games take care of balance for you. Yeah. This you one doesn't. This, one, wow. <laughs> this yep. one's like, he'll fall over if you run too fast yep. while carrying all the shit on his back. But there's something addictive about it, and it's got that Kojima look and sound. The soundtrack's amazing. Yep. The look is amazing. It's so easy on the eyes and the ears. 
that I just can't wait to pile a bunch of shit on Norman Reedus's back and see if I can like walk over the ridge or around the ridge yep. to the coastline to get back to this base and drop off a bunch of cargo. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, weird. this is for me. This is a good example of really good game making. For as weird as it is, for as weird as the premise is, when you can hook people into it, at the roots of it, it's you carrying shit from one point to another. Right. That's what it comes down to. But he made it entertaining because of the visuals, the sounds, the ability of like drawing you in to figure like, what does, maybe the baby means nothing. Maybe it really does at the end, but you got to figure, you got to play it to figure it out. Well, how life is, yeah. You just got to figure it out. Well, and the baby does. You are presented with the baby has some utility to it yeah, or something. But that's what I'm saying, right? Bad things, but but you you mentioned carrying shit around, taking it from point A to point B. Essentially, we we're just talking about outer worlds. That's really all that mm-hmm. game is, too. You just might shoot some people Which on the, the way. Big, big game mechanic. Yeah. This this game. I don't know if I'm gonna get. I, I got a, a a grenade that's made out of the shower water. That this guy showers in because his DNA is somehow it, it, it none of this shit. Don't make me try and explain this yeah, stuff. It's it, but <laughs> but but every game at the end of the day, and Outer Worlds is a great example of this. I should not say every game, but most games are essentially go here, pick that up, bring it there. Yep. You, there might color. be some bad guys. You got to shoot those bad guys. Outer World or. Sorry, Death Stranding so far, you just don't shoot the bad guy. Yeah. You sneak around the bad guys. Yeah. But it's still kind of that reductionist, pick up the stuff, bring Dude, it there. Yeah. It also plays so heavily on, on I am a loot whore in video games. I, I'm Keep always, everything. I'm Get picking everything. up everything. Yep. I'm stashing it here. I, I still, uh, I'm done with my, my, with my play in Outer Worlds. I've got so many fucking weapons and armors and this locker that my character's yeah. not ever going to touch because I thought, what if this turns out what to if be I the need thing it? I want? Yep. What if I need it? Yeah. And, and is there a limit? Is the bag a certain size? Do you have yes. to upgrade the bag? You have to upgrade the bag. And and by the way, if you're going to play Outer Worlds, there are some perks to upgrade the bag. Just upgrade the bag. Just do it. Just yeah. do you're it. Ga- you're going to want a lot of weapons. You're going to want to carry on a lot of shit. But, but Death Stranding is just all about, and it's not the bag, it's the back. That's really all it is, is you just like, how much shit can you pile on this guy? And the more you, cu- the more you pile on him, the more he might fall over. And if it rains, it's gonna fuck this stuff up. Yep. If you fall over, it's gonna fuck it up. Well, yeah. if you, if you, if get you get from eat, point A to point B, do you have to worry about eating? Like, do you, if you eat less, does it fuck it up? You don't have to worry about eating, but I'm glad you brought that up because you do want to drink at least three Monster Energy drinks before you leave every time. There's some product placement before in this you leave game. to like yeah. power on. Yeah, the, game, the product placement like for Monster Energy is huge. Before you, yeah. oh really? You, 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 your hub, your kind of home base is this little room, this depressing little room that he I sits in. I thought you guys were exaggerating nope. or no. being facetious at first. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Nope, he's got like. And, and what's funny is on the it, it's like this guy has four or five monsters on his table at all times. Oh wow! And to and to really optimize it, the point of diminishing return is three monsters. You really need to chug three monsters and then go about your business. I, I don't. I haven't found any way to do what these mon. You know, these yeah. monsters basically for people who play games to understand what I'm talking about. They they increase your max stamina yep. by by twenty five percent total, ten percent per monster. Yeah. So really, the point of diminishing return is two monsters, yeah. but to maximize the benefit, you need to drink three monsters. Norman Reedus chugs three monsters and then carries a bunch of shit. Let's go across. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, I'm I'm psyched up. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad you're liking. 
both I, actually both games. I think yeah. well well so Outer Worlds really delivered on what I wanted. Um you know, Death Stranding I knew was gonna be weird. I don't know I, I still am not sure I like playing the game. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out if I would rather be watching someone else play the game. But if I'm gonna do that, it can't be a let's play it can't be a Twitch situation. Yeah, it, needs it needs to be, to be like, like a buddy I can joke with being like, what the fuck is going on? Like he, it, can I spoil Death Stranding for yeah, a few? And this is Spoiler, first hour hey, stuff. Yes. If anybody's thinking about playing I, it. As we've talked about listeners, there's no such thing as spoilers. Yeah, here. Yeah. But we, we will warn you. We we'll will warn, say we'll we're going to warning. Talk about the game. We're going to spoil the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this, but don't worry. Th- this is like literally early. Spoil the shit out of it. Yeah. You, you run into this woman who's the, both the president, but then also your mom also going by Bridget. It's in the Oval Office. She has cancer. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's the juicy. weirdest thing. She dies, and then, and then the next question I had to answer after the baby thing is, is he carrying a body across the? But but yeah yeah, you you wrap up this body of your mom, President Bridget, still not quite sure what's going on, and and try and carry that body to a place where it can be disposed of. Yeah, I'm being really yeah. appropriate today. So fucking weird. Well yeah. yeah, I mean, there's almost a little bit of it's weird. Yeah, it's, yeah, sounds weird. So. One last piece of video game topic, and Cynthia can definitely talk about this because she has kids, and I'm sure she's probably had to buy Pokemon things at some point in their lives. No. No? Well, we're going to talk about it anyway. I played Pokemon Go for a little bit. So you know Pokemon Go, right? And that's just the mobile game, and there's actually more Pokemon mobile games. So the new one coming out is called Pokemon Sword and Shield. And so there's been a Twitter battle for hashtag thank you game freak so there's been a lot of backlash so as a quick history so when pokemon sword and shield was released or uh, revealed there were a lot of issues with how the pokemon game was going to be the mechanics were going to work and so with pokemon sword and shield they got rid of the what's called the national deck so we've had let's see, eight generations almost of Pokemon games. So there's just a lot of Pokemon that in these two new versions, we're not going to have anymore. You just don't have them. So for people who have, like me, played Pokemon since 1996, like I can't bring my pals with me moving forward. So it's very heartbreaking for me where it's like, well, I guess I just won't play this one. So what's the Pokemon count on this Pokemon? For this one, yeah, or total Pokédex. And you're talking, you're talking card games, right? The Pokédex, correct. There's, there's 807 currently, but, but then total. But then this one will have like an issue. Scaled it back, correct? It's scaled up, so it's going to be about the same. Which Pokémon are? I I thought, I thought that the Pokédex, the Pokédex. Was one fifty? Was being trimmed down. For, it it for is for, for this one, right? Correct. So it's still going to be over eight hundred total Pokemon, but they're not going to bring the entire collection into the new generation. So it's going to be trimmed by, I believe, like half. But how many Pokemon were in the previous one? Like eight hundred. But so. if there's eight hundred here, so so there's eight hundred total. But there's so they're be introducing like, new Pokemon. The total yeah. amount of Pokemon is going to be the same. It's just they're going to introduce some new Pokemon. Like they always do. So there's always new... In every generation, there's a new set of Pokemon. It okay. usually follows the same kind of 
one through nine are going to be water, grass, or fire. And you add all the original, you add yeah. all the previous Pokemon to the total, and then yeah. you bring add. in a new set. Correct. Okay. And then they so in this spawn, one, in like, this in one, they're basically areas. leaving about half behind, but the total Pokemon is going to be around the same. The total number, probably roughly the same total. Okay. But th- again, it's not the idea that here's the problem. This is this is the first Pokemon game. That's a true Pokemon game built for a home console. Remember, the Switch is still considered a home console, mm-hmm. even though it's portable. Right. So there's no shortage of, well, we don't have enough RAM, we don't have enough memory, we don't have enough this. No, because the problem we've had is that a lot of the images, the character designs, look like upscaled Nintendo 3DS games. And so the problem is, well, you could use the same moveset, you can still use the same character design for you know, all this other stuff. And it's like, there's no reason for Game Freak or the Pokemon company to say, yeah, we're just not going to have the entire Pokemon deck, the Pokédex available. We're just not going to have the national deck available to you. That doesn't make sense to me. Techno- technologically, they can do it. Yeah. There's enough cheap storage in server space that we can do it. They apparently don't want to do it, so this is probably going to be the Oh wow! First time there's in, no Bulbasaur in this game. Yeah, what? there's yeah, there's a lot of them missing. Oh wow! Yeah, so a lot of our favorite characters that we've grown up with watching the TV show, the trading card but game, but that's kind of movies. how the Go game this goes. Didn't really where hit they home to me until I found that there's not going to be any Bulbasaur. You know, because you can tell me uh, it doesn't have all the Pokemon, and I think there was a bunch of Pokemon I didn't give a shit. About. Yeah, no. Well, and how the, do you there make them are. collectible? But there's if you're not but like there are there are some that I do, and those starters from the original yep, couple, the 150, really should stay 151. Technically, but 150. Well, they're making them rare by not having them stay. Right. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's the thing. So this is probably going to be the first Pokemon game I don't buy. Well, no, you should buy all of the Bulbasaur. The Bulbasaur. And then sell them 20 years from now. Come on, that's not how you say it, Mom. It's not the Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, right? Thank you, Bulbasaur. Ivysaur. Do you remember when like? They were it's playing, not called Pokemon, okay? They were playing Pokemon. <laughs> it's not Digimon, Mom. On the plaza. I don't want Digimon. They were like Digimon sucks. Dancing. I hate Digimon. Digimon can go Do suck it. It's not Monster Rancher. Yeah. Although this that is game the, was actually kind of okay. It was actually pretty okay. Yeah. I actually have no problems with Digimon either. <laughs> <laughs> but this is our podcast. This is actually probably our shortest podcast. I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, we've got... Cynthia. Jeff. And Kevin. And we appreciate you guys following us. This is our... Essentially less sporty this is just going to be kind of our open table this monday is, chef yeah, special it's just we're talking what we want yeah there's a little bit of sports focus because it's monday and we just want to catch up but and it's still football season i'm entertained yeah so thank you guys see you guys bye